and welcome to episode 350 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home, jamming some arena, or you're heading out to your local game store for some FNM or draft. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we're going to talk all about Throne of Eldraine draft. That's right. Throne Woo! of Eldraine is out there. You can draft it on arena. You can draft it in the store. You can draft it wherever there's people who are bored. <laughs> I was like, how's it going to run? Got it there. And we got there. Yes. Yes. And it's a super sweet draft format. So if you Ooh. haven't played this limited format, highly suggest you do. Yeah. It's awesome. It really is. Lots of replay value, pretty complex, and a whole bunch of stuff going on that we're mm-hmm. going to dive into kind of like how to help you navigate your draft situation, like what colors, uh, what the color pairs mean, what certain picks you should take that are really important as far as commons go and that mm-hmm. kind of thing to help you get you those uh, 3-0 drafts or if you're playing on Arena. How many wins do you need? <laughs> Seven. Seven in a... Six? But what about when you're playing the best of three? If it's best of three, I think it's six. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like six and three. And if it's best of one, it's seven. Oh, yeah. Right? No, then it's seven and three. It's six and two or seven and three. All right, there. We got there. We got there. We got there. Anyways. Yeah, draft. Point is, you want to win. Yeah, point is, you want to win, and we're going to help you win. Yeah. Plus, we're also going to do a flavor text theater because somebody won some Throne of Eldraine packs at her pre-release. Ooh, who was it? Oh, it was me. Oh, I I did. I didn't know. You said someone. Someone. So it could have been anyone. I was wondering. Could have been anyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're gonna play movie pitches. Yes, we are. Our favorite, Our favorite. flavor text theater. So uh, that's coming up later in the show. But first, we have someone very special to say happy birthday to. Yes. I also want to say you're not being pulled over. No. That siren, <laughs> so is, siren is in the back is of our show. <laughs> I know it's always so disorienting, yes. like when sirens are played on NPR or something, and I'm like, <gasps> no, it was no, just in the don't radio worry about story. It. That was us. We are unfortunately close to a fire station. Yeah, that's true. Unless there's ever a fire. Then it's in which case, we're fortunately close. close. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yes. Card Kingdom. Happy birthday, Card Kingdom. Wow. 20 years. Dang. That's longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the biggest lies you've ever told, but... But okay. how big does anyone who's in the listener know? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I don't Actually, know on the little cards that they're putting oh, yeah, in the pack. Oh, yeah, they do say our age. Um, okay, they don't I say my have, age. I should have lied. <laughs> Mine says timeless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what Megan's talking about is, uh, if you remember, Lumeria was a draft product that mm-hmm. Card Kingdom released uh, last year, and they're redoing it again, and they're putting in some cards, uh, some like baseball cards and some of their content creators who are sponsored by them into the packs, which is going to be pretty cool. A lot, Just one of the ways they're celebrating their birthday, they've got game show streams coming yeah. on, actually today, the day we're recording this on Monday, and the chalice coming up at the end of this yes. month. Yes! We're so, super excited. We'll talk more about that later yeah the chalice is gonna be awesome and we're gonna tell you how you can win some awesome prizes and donate to a good cause happy birthday to a great sponsor yes card kingdom they are just a fantastic place to go and get stuff um we are we've been with them for so long because honestly we love being sponsored by them absolutely we don't want to switch anywhere else because we like them as a company yeah and it's so important to do business with companies that you think are doing good in the world. Yeah. And Card Kingdom is one of those companies for us for sure. And if you want to buy anything from them, head on over to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. That's our affiliate link to yeah. use if you're purchasing anything from them. And you can request a Good Luck High Five sticker or token in your order for free. Next, I'm going to get a sponsored by a company that's looking into how to make mite-resistant bees. <laughs> 
are mites killing bees? Yes, are it's like the number them? one thing. It's this sp- particular kind of mite called Varroa. And they Varroa kill, destructor. They kill. Oh, that sounds like I a supervillain. Yeah. If for bees, Maria, it, it is. is. What do they do to them? Do they um, go up and so nibble the they, bees butt off? No. <laughs> I mean, although basically, so like they, they hatch on them while they're still in their larval stage. Oh, sick. Um, and they can, one, they give them all sorts of bad kinds of parasites. Dreams. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they give them all sorts of bad <laughs> dreams they give them all sorts of parasites which can lead to their own stuff yeah. like like deformed wings but also the the mites if you look at them they're huge oh, right it's like if you had I a mite on you that was like them. the size of your arm no but it's a mite yuck i'm sorry oh my god and they like they um <gasps> they suck away like their uh, the the fat that they need oh um and that sort of stuff to stay insulated that's they're sick. bad news um, but there are a lot of research labs that are trying to make mite resistant bees because the mite is also adapts super quickly to all the t- kinds of pesticides that they try and use on it. All right. Well, if you're a lab making mite resistant bees, you give us a call. Also, contact your legislatures and tell them that you want them to ban neonicotinoid pesticide use. There you go. Okay, that's the end of my <laughs> that's the end of my bee tangent. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go on a pee tangent right Nic- now. Neonicotinoids and- also kill birds. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I just said something that sounded horrible after I said what it. What did you say? I said I was going to go on a pee tangent. Oh, yeah, that's what And what, you what did I meant say. was Patreon. <laughs> I don't have to go to the bathroom. Patreon. I thought you went to the bathroom for sure. <laughs> Dot com slash GLHF magic. Head over there to become a member of the show. Pee tangent. Yeah, and become a member of the pee club, which is what we call our... <laughs> Oh, we yeah. don't. They're- we do not call <laughs> Patreon the P Club. But you can become a member and you get access to our super sweet Discord uh, chat at $5 a month or yep. more, which is a, a buck 25 an episode. And yep. people have been posting in their deck lists and stuff. Like, if you're like, I wish I could talk to somebody about my awesome decks that I'm building or get some ideas for a new standard deck or whatever, people are doing it in our Discord because yes, they are. They were talking about the standard nice event. And they're great and they're smart. And you too are nice and great and smart. Absolutely. So come join our Discord of nice, great, smart people by being a patron. 100%. And you also get stickers, playmats, yes. et cetera, et cetera, as you go up the levels. Our special hangouts. <laughs> hangouts. Which we're going to have to figure out when we can schedule them this month because we Ooh. are out of town all the time. Yeah, this is a busy month But for we'll us. figure out at least a hangout. Yeah. Maybe we can combine our hangout and challenge this month since it's yeah. so busy. But yeah. we will still have it. So if you want to get in on that cool stuff, go become a patron. Yeah, I challenge us. I've got a goal for this episode. Yeah. By the time we do another episode, I want 10 new patrons. What? That's an obscene goal. I, isn't that funny? People listening, like 10 people, that's not a lot. So, like, you don't understand. That's so many. But it actually is for us. So, so help Maria meet that obscene personal goal. And if she does, if we get 10 patrons, I will purchase Maria a package <gasps> of Reese's East, uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs. Yay, peanut butter eggs. Yes. I or whatever the Halloween, so pumpkins are the Halloween ones. Pumpkins, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Have you been giving me ones that are as old as Easter? No, these are ones, they're minis. Oh, okay. And they're like Reese's monsters. Like, oh, yeah, they're monsters. Okay. But whatever, it's an egg. Look, I wouldn't really care if it was as old as Easter. <laughs> no, me either. I would just Let's eat get it. real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you somebody that likes to crack packs and build sick decks? Yes. I am. So am I. And I've been having tons of fun with Throne of Eldraine Limited, which when you abbreviate it is TOE. 
Toe limited. Hey, everyone loves some limited toe action. Whoa, this is a <laughs> PG podcast. <laughs> this is possibly the worst thing we've ever said. Oh, oh I always thought it would be me, but you know what? <laughs> I also always thought it would be you for what it's worth. <laughs> this episode is so off the rails. Uh, but what we're going to do is go through the color pairs that you can draft in this set. Mm-hmm. Of course, always feel free to deviate from this. And let us know, by the way, yeah. in the comments of the video, or you can tweet at us at GLHFMagic, if there's an archetype that you love or one that's not going to be discussed on mm-hmm. our list here. All right. So let's kick it off with one of my personal favorites. Number one for me. Uh, black green food. Yeah, I think this is the strongest uh, archetype. Yeah in the format and it is amazing it's so good and i was saying before we started this episode right when we first talked about the new mechanics in eldraine we were like oh there's like this really cool adventure one there's adamant which is sweet yeah but like and then there's food, food. whatever <laughs> food has become quickly one of my favorite mechanics it's really cool because it's there's so great. much stuff that you can do with it yeah yeah and i think it's worth noting before actually we get too deep in this food is one of the main reasons that's kind of defining the way the format plays out yeah so it's slower than mm-hmm. a lot of formats so just get get ready for that a lot of people are calling it grindy because you can gain so much life off yeah. of food and that kind of thing and two it's complicated mm-hmm. this is not an easy draft format no there is so much you need to consider especially there's, with food yeah. around there's people gaining life right and left a million things to think about so i really like it black green food let's talk about a key card in this archetype this is an uncommon bognati yes <laughs> which leads to some very interesting phrases that you can say when you're playing mm-hmm. <laughs> playing against somebody um but this is three black black for that three three flyer yes two and a black sacrifice of food target creature gets minus three minus three until end of turn yeah yeah. Card is sick. It is. But of course, it's only a 3-3 fly for five, which is, you know, fine mm-hmm. without any food. Yeah. So this is a clue saying, build me in a food deck, please. Yeah. And there are so many great cards that have food payoffs, even just the Tempting Witch, which can yes. drain you or your opponent out of nowhere. There was a deck I drafted that I was like, three Tempting Witch feels wrong, right? Like, you don't want three copies of a 1-3 three for three. Guess what? That card is great if yeah. it's in the right deck. Absolutely it is. Like, sometimes Savvy I'm sitting there like, should I kill it? I have to kill it. Yeah. It's a 1-3. Savvy Hunter. Absolutely. Obviously, that card is yeah. amazing. One of the obvious ones. To the point where, like, I'll even, if I'm playing this deck, I'll draft a giant skewer. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because you want it. You just need that 2-1 yeah. pike to, like, make you some more to, to food. To poke things and make food. Yeah. And we talked about on the show last week, Trail of Crumbs mm-hmm. being an excellent kind of one of those build-around-me uncommons. And that's for this deck. Yeah. This is where you want it. You can uh, sacrifice food, pay an extra one, look at some cards, get a creature. Yeah. It's excellent card advantage engine uh, late in the game. Oh, I had someone, this isn't about black green food, but I had someone have a golden egg and then an emery. Oh, yeah. And so they literally cast that golden egg like 20 times. Wow, that's sick. It was really cool. P.S. Golden egg is a food which you can use to sack to, what is it called? Giant opportunity to make a 7-7. I had someone cast a giant opportunity against me on turn three and make a 7-7 because they went ginger brute. Oh. Trail of crumbs. Sick. Giant opportunity. Did you lose that game? I did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just I wondering did. if a 7-7 seven, seven on 3 is good enough Oh, or yeah, not. no, big time. I lost. <laughs> One of the other reasons I think this deck is so good is because it's got two things that you need in this format, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number one, you've got the beef. 
Yeah. You're going to be able to swing in for damage. There's a 4-4 four, four wolf for four. Like, yeah. that exists. Uh, plus, removal. And I know this sounds stupid, but the decks that I've won the most with and had the most success with were the heaviest on removal. Yeah. That was what I prioritized. Why do you think that sounds stupid? Because that it sounds just correct. seems like, like a not, no-brainer. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, removal's good. But what it I'm is. saying is I think it's even better yeah. than in other sets, and I you don't need a lot of it. know why. I really don't well, know why. I mean, you just mentioned that there's a 4-4 four, four wolf for four. Maybe it's because there's more bombs in this format yeah. or something. Anyway, I think green-black is where There's some at. real beefy creatures. Some real beef so. eaters guarding the queen Yeah, in this set. Yeah, there so are. there you go. Black-green food. Next, we have blue-black graveyard. This is a fun one. Yes. Uh, key cards for this include drown in the lock. Wow. I got drowned in the lock the other day. The yeah. lock. And it was... Um, surprising i yeah. wasn't expecting it and uh blow out yeah um who was saying the other day ben stark tweeted like you can get milled oh like, absolutely you can in this format 100 percent people yeah. have been posting screenshots of how many copies of that little oh four merfolk miller that they draft yes and people are like i put nine in my deck i'll never get any better <laughs> than this i peaked because Amazing. you can 100 percent mill out your opponent and yourself, be careful because we talked about it before. This format's super grindy. And what does that yeah. mean? Your games are going really long. Routinely, when I end games, I think I've got like eight cards left in my library. Yes. I have seen multiple games that's just less than less than a dozen cards. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Almost without, without doubt, that's yeah. what's going to happen to you. So, yes, you can mill your opponent if you draft a billion of those little O4s that mill for three every time they come down. Or, or I mean, when you cast their adventure... Or you can just make sure you've got a b bunch of cards in your graveyard, which honestly, yeah, it's not hard no. and play cards like drown in the lock or the one that's minus X minus X. I can yeah. get what it's called based on how many cards in your graveyard for Ooh, five mana. Yeah, I don't remember something about a feast. Yes, I think. Anyway, so both of those cards. Excellent. And lots of recursion from the graveyard, too. Oh, so many cards. I I ended up Forever having a young? Hello. where that card that gives minus X minus X wasn't as good in my deck as I thought it would be because my creature would my creatures were dying and I was just bringing them right back. Yeah. Like there wasn't much in my graveyard because I had just put it all back in my hand. Yeah, that's something too, yeah, for sure. Which is pretty great. Yeah. So blue black, I think, is a super fun archetype. Keep in mind, you've got to have a way to win. <laughs> yeah. But uh, or do you? just like one. Yeah. Like, you, you need far less ways to win than you used to. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Coming up next is I, what I think is one of the most fun drafts, uh, decks to draft in this format, which is blue-red draw two. Mm -hmm. I should uh, point out that we were pulling here from an article, actually, Iron Card Kingdom, uh, published by Hallie Santo. So she went through this and, and helped us out for, for this episode. And you can check out their blog anytime, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Anyway, uh, Blue Red Draw 2, build, build Around Uncommon here, Improbable Alliance. Yeah. Which is an amazing card. I had it in my uh, pre-release deck, and I built this deck for Ooh. my pre-release, which is very un improbable, if you will. Yeah. Because how can you open this in sealed? But I did. It um, says, whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a 1-1 one, one blue fairy creature token with flying. For blue, red, draw a card, then discard a card. Yeah, so it has its own yeah. ability tacked onto it. Yep. If you don't have any way to trigger Make this a fairy. later in the game. It's so fun. Yeah. And there's so, so many, like, I love the cards that have this. Oh, yeah, they're great. All of the cards that fairy have. Fairy Vandal, get a plus mm -hmm. one, plus one counter every time you do this. Exactly. Dumb. Oh, great. Or the one that deals two to something. Are you talking about Iron Craig Pyromancer, which deals three? Ooh, that's what I meant. Three. Yeah. Dang. 
bold. Straight up bold. I was playing. I thought you said bold, but you said bold. bold. Straight up bold <laughs> of them to do that. Straight up bolt. Bolcha. I play this in the standard deck. Yeah. Yeah. The Drake's Ooh. deck plus Iron Craig Pyromancer. We'll be and talking about that next week. Probable Alliance. Yeah, it's uh, very fun. Is yeah. it good? I don't know. But it's fun. Um, so I love that archetype. So keep yeah. your eye out for that as well. Great. We have Red Green Non-Humans. We have Grumgully the Generous as sort of a flagship of this. I have not yet drafted this archetype. I The deck that I lost to, the Ginger Brute uh, Giant deck. Was this? Was this. Oh, okay. Um, and it was more impressive than the other aggro decks that I had played against. So it's still trying to be aggressive, but yes, it has a little bit more. definitely aggro, but it had like more muscle. More muscle. To, oh, yeah. m- more out muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Probably literally. More out muscle more like. That card's great, BTW. And the red the red knight, the uncommon. Oh, that, she's like, so pings. good. Oh. Sir Kara the Bold. Yes. How do I remember that? I don't know. I don't know, but it's because she'll wreck. She'll, she wrecks. She's so good. She wreck. <laughs> she wreck. <laughs> All of our flavor texts we've been inventing recently. It's just stuff like that. She wreck. <laughs> yeah, she pings and uh, she, if and you do damage, cards. you draw yeah. cards and play them. It's Ugh. like a little mini Chandra or it's, whatever. Yeah, real good. But anyways, um, so you have stuff like Grumgully who yeah. says each other non-human creature you control enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on it. That's really good. So yeah. if you see a Grumgully cross the table from you, kill it post haste get rid of it and be ready for some beefers (laughs) (laughs) another deck i have not yet had the pleasure of playing is blue green ramp yeah which is personified by mana excuse me i always think this is mana leaf pixie mara leaf pixie which is green and blue for a two two flyer taps to add green or blue to your mana pool yeah like a lot of green blue decks this one like it happens sometimes if it's not a it, dedicated color pair. Green blue happens. It just kind of, it kind of is like, there's not a ton of center, synergy yeah, in it. Yeah, agree. Um, maybe you're just going to try and get like some bounce and some big creatures. Like, okay. Maybe you're going to get Oko. Maybe you are. In maybe which case, you are. You win. <laughs> nice. Nice work. Good gerb. Uh, I cast a turn two Oko once. You're a monster. I know. My opponent immediately conceded. It well, was very fun. I think I would also. I'm not I'm not a fan of immediately conceding. But, but seriously. Some, sometimes there's just stuff where you're like, no. Well, okay. I cannot beat this. And you know what? They were probably right. Yeah. They were probably right. Green White Adventure. I have drafted this deck. Oh, I love adventures. They're so it's fun. It's so much fun. It's yeah. just built in card advantage. Mm-hmm. And I would also call this Green White Tricks because if I'm playing against somebody who's playing Green White, I am certain they have tricks they for have days tricks in their hand kids there's tricks for days that's <laughs> i think that tricks, was the slogan tricks are for kids for days <laughs> tricks are for days for, tricks are for days kids i'm pretty sure that's what it was <laughs> that's right? what it was for sure for sure yeah and so you can have cards like uh wandermare in this deck which is the three three for three whenever you cast a creature spell that has an adventure so not the adventure part of it but casting the creature part of it put a plus one plus one counter on wandermare yeah edge edge wall innkeeper Oh, as we said earlier standard all standard but like you want it in this deck oh yeah you draw do. cards all day drawing a million cards your fairy mm. godmother is or excuse me guide mother is a combat trick and a mm-hmm. one one flyer although i have to say we haven't mentioned specific cards yet yeah but what's the what's the ravens one? Oh gosh revenge of ravens revenge of ravens i had an opponent who had three fairy guide mothers <sighs> they could never attack you and i had a revenge of ravens and i was like well 
Okay, sick. then. <laughs> I will say this. Your go. I think Revenge of Ravens should not be in the format. I mean, I don't know. If it if it had to be, I guess I would change something about it. It's, I think it's a little too oppressive. Make it cost more, or I don't know. Just you get need rid to pack, of it. Pack those disenchants. You really do. You do need to main deck them mm-hmm. because people will be playing this. And, and there's there's you tons of other stuff too that it hits. Trapped in the tower, glass casket. Trapped in the tower. What's what's what am I thinking of? <laughs> Stuck in a tower? No, are you thinking... Alone in a tower? That was the creature one. Are you talking about ways to remove Revenge of Ravens? I'm talking... No, I'm talking about other things that disenchants hit. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Trap in the dark for sure. Glass casket for sure. Exactly. Uh, You can get rid of their skewer or whatever. Yeah. I think it's reasonable. 100%. Um, Their trail of food tokens. Trail uh, trail of crumbs? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Enchantment removal, uh, artifact removal in the set play it yeah you will not be sorry yeah i mean it, it would be very rare for you to be sorry mm-hmm. so yeah those those are great cards in the green white adventure jack yes next we have blue white artifacts and enchantments i love this card here that's the flagship of this archetype arcanist owl Ooh. so four Ooh. hybrid blue white mana for a 3-3 three, three mm-hmm. flyer. And when at ETBs, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact or enchantment card from among them and put it into your hand. Yeah. As Sick. I said, I had someone who had the Emery, who had an Emery version of this. It was absurd. Oh, yeah. That's really good. It was very, very good. Um, it was awesome. Also, so I was not here last week. If you listened to the podcast, you would know that. Yes. I was out it's camping true. in Utah and there was an owl at night <gasps> and literally the sound of it was so it, it sounded like someone making an impression of an owl because that's how clearly it sounded like Hoo. like it literally Hoo. sounded like who megan i have an, Hoo. i have something Hoo. to confess to you you were at that campground right, i was listening to it and i was like is that an owl that can't be an owl that sounds exactly like an owl wow it was really cool you know, I got to tell you something creepy right now. What? So while you were gone, yeah. uh, we have, we do this improv show in Minneapolis yes. called Kabam. And yes. we were doing some, which is a superhero improv show. Mm-hmm. We were doing some warm-ups. And um, in those warm-ups, sometimes we tell a story, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a superhero story, whatever. And it kind of turned out that we were telling a story about you on your camping trip. So we're like, on Megan's camping trip, she is camping in the desert like you were. And um, then mm-hmm. someone's like, then there is an owl there that guides her to whatever. So... You know, maybe we manifested an owl at your camping trip through our improv warm-up. Wow, maybe you did. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Blue-white artifacts enchantments. And if you could dance with the mance, I mean, I suppose if I pack one, pick one, I would try and do that. Mm-hmm. See if I can make it work. I want to see it happen. Me too. And then Halley lists Mardu Knights as an archetype yeah. here. Which, of course, you can just draft red-white knights mm-hmm. if you want to as well. But they are Black, white knights. All Black three red colors. knights. Yeah. Uh, I've drafted so many Bell of the Brawls. That card's great. Card's so good. Menace? Get out. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that card, too. I had someone lose a game versus me because they forgot that she has Menace. Oh, she have Menace. She have it. And the card that uh, we have... She she have it. She have it. (laughs) That we have listed here as the flagship is Inspiring Veteran, which is a 2-2 for red and white. Other knights get plus one, plus one. So, great knight lord here. I think the issue, the little bit of the issue is that you've got to be a pretty dang good aggressive deck... It's so true. Format. 
It's so true. It is really, really tough. That's why I think that the red-green version is, like I said, the strongest that I've seen, at least so far. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, I did uh, get aggroed out at the pre-release with a very good uh, aggressive Knights deck, but um, you've got to have the right draw, and you've really got to be all in on it, because I just beat up two super aggressive decks with my do-nothing blue-black deck over here on Arena mere moments ago. And, I mean, going back to your point earlier, I was playing one earlier. I had someone try and aggro me and I played Revenge of Ravens. Oh yeah. And survived at one. <laughs> that was beautiful. That That's great. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so you know, be on the lookout for mm-hmm. if if you if you are gonna play uh mm-hmm. an aggressive deck, mm-hmm. it had better dang well be a good one. Food tokens and a lot of excellent blockers in this yeah. format make that kind of a not difficult great idea. Time. Yeah. Difficult Oh, time. I was thinking of Fierce Witch Stalker, the four four for four. Yeah. That makes a food token. Real solid. Um, yeah, excellent card. Of course, another top common, bake into a pie. Great. Reeve Soul, give Ugh. me all of them, please. Yeah. I mean, the pro- sometimes there are, like you said, black and green is so good. There are definitely times when I've picked a black or green, especially black common over, like, yeah. pack one, pick one. For sure, absolutely. And in Arena right now, until they update these bots, Reeve Souls are going Late. So late. Yeah. It's so true. I had four in my latest draft deck. Dang. Four. Yeah. Uh, some top uncommons we have listed here. Sir Conrad the Grim. I've lost to this card more than I can count. Mm, I don't um, remember this one. So this is the 5-4 for five mana, uh, five, uh, three black, black. Whenever another creature dies or a creature card is put into the graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield or a creature leaves your grave far. So three ways to trigger this. Sir Conrad the Grim deals one damage to each opponent. Oh, yeah. And then it has one at a black. Each player puts a top card of the library into the graveyard. Also can just mill you out. Dang. So yeah. finish the game that way or just uh, right. ping you to death, basically. Sir Conrad. All right, Sir Conrad. You mentioned Savvy Hunter earlier. Great card. So Slaying good. Slaying Fire. Three damage yeah. to any target with Adamant. It deals four instead. Mm-hmm. Keep on the lookout for those cards. Dang. Um, just some really excellent mm-hmm. high, uh, top performers yeah. in Throne of Eldraine draft. Man, and I'm loving the common lands, too. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they're so good. They're I think that the green value. one that makes food is my favorite right now. Gingerbread House or yeah. Cabin Yeah, or Gingerbread Cabin. Yeah. Um, right. It's excellent. Witch's Cottage. Get Great. something back. Put yep. it on top of your library. The blue one, you can replay an instant or sorcery. Yeah. Um, Dang, Soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and if you're wondering about where to pick these lands, just know that if you pick them up, they're kind of a teensy bit higher value than um, a medium creature would be or anything like that because you're not wasting one of the slots in your deck. Yeah. They just go right into your land slots. You're I'm going to draft one that's all those lands. Added back. Just, just, just all land. lands? Just lands. All right. I'm here for that. <laughs> and the rare lands, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So good. Let's talk about the chalice. Yeah. A super fun event card kingdom puts on to raise money for a great cause. Yes. And we are so excited to be participating this year that we want to have a little hype train um, yeah. getting built up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is the conductor of the hype train. Um, <laughs> 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 and, uh, the people who ride on the train don't know what's happening but they go along for it anyway so the chalice it's a tournament yes it is (laughs) what I yes. don't know. My brain briefly took a hiatus. Yes, it is a tournament that Card Kingdom does every year yeah. um, to raise money for a local 
charity. Serious Fun Children's Network. Yes. So they um, are a global community of free camps and programs for children battling serious illnesses. So yeah. it's a great cause. Yes. Um, and they bring in a bunch of people. They stream it yep. with commentators like Maria. That's right. Um, and players I'll like me. There. But more famous players like Brad Nelson. <laughs> Wait, Megan, you're going to take the whole thing down. So don't even with me. I definitely am because I really know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's going to be standard yes. on Arena, uh, which will be cool to be to watch. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about a standard deck, Megan. Oh, no. Ah! Eek! <laughs> and then ah! it's going to be a wacky format yeah. uh, later in the day, which is kind of like modern, but mm-hmm. with a bunch of uh, wild stipulations and drafting of certain court, uh, yes. certain sets from over time. And... You get, like, you have a more card pool availability based on how much you raise. That's right. So please go contribute via our page. Yes. So if you want to help us out, uh, where our goal is to raise $2,000 once again for Serious Fun Children's Network. And right now, I think we're at something like 35 bucks. So we're at $35. <laughs> We've got a ways to go. So head on over there. And you also get some sweet stuff. Yes. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to donate here and underneath our YouTube video. So it'll be super easy to find the page. And if you are Click. one of the donate, <laughs> help kids. Boom. Done. Three steps and you're going to feel awesome. Yeah, you are. The first 40 people to donate $50 or more, Mm -hmm. guess what? You get a thank you gift from Card Kingdom and good luck high five. It's going to be an awesome swag bag. You're going to get some sleeves from Ultimate Guard, a Throne of Eldraine pack, a foil squirrel token, a cute little uh, chalice enamel pin and bag and a couple of stickers and then some good luck high five stuff in there too. Yeah. So, like, not only are you giving money to charity, raising money for a good cause, helping Megan out with her chance yes. to beat Brad Nelson. Come on. How many other chances am I going to have in my life? And you're going to get zero a sweet thank you answer. gift. Like, Real firm zero. <laughs> so. so this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, people. Yes. Um, and celebrating Card Kingdom's birthday, yeah. too. 20 years old. One more year, and then it's fun time. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Next year, Card Kingdom's getting wasted. <laughs> There's going to be people like Ashlyn Rose is going to be there. Yeah, Graham Stark, Graham Stark. from Loading Ready Run, the tap, uh, Tappy Toe Claws, the cosplayer. Dana Fisher. Yeah, and lots of other people. People. Lots of other people. That's lots true. Lots of other people, just like I'm a person. <laughs> Definitely not an alien. Definitely a person. Real human person. Other human person, Melissa DeToro, will be there. I'm filled with blood, like a human. As am I. <laughs> I have guts. <laughs> If you're an alien, that is one thing you would think was so strange. If you what guts? Guts and like blood. You don't think? Wait, 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 wait. My aliens have no blood. Wait, what? So what's their building block? Um, sand. <laughs> Your aliens are made of sand. Yeah, we are. We're, are of course sand. Just oh. the, we're sand based life wow. form. I have a lot of questions. But you but, know, okay. like people didn't, people think, thought that light was one of the things you needed to survive for life. Yeah. And then they found those plants at the bottom of the ocean that don't need light. That's true. They just need heat, which is really interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's another kind of energy. Anyways. Sand. <laughs> Hot sand. Hot sand. <laughs> Hot sand. <laughs> So please help us out and help uh, the kids out, too, by donating to our Cosvox page. Again, in the show notes or under the video text on YouTube. Um, help Megan uh, get a leg up. You've picked yeah. your corset for that battle. Yes, which is obviously oranges. Oranges is a great corset. Yeah. 
And then she needs some some more help for a bigger par- card pool to really have the heavy hitters in modern. So yeah, let's let's raise that money. I'll just I'll just play four copies of that, Jace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? Jace Prince Prodigy, whatever. <laughs> Are you gonna play Taking Turns plus Jace Prince Prodigy? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah the tournament by the way is going to be happening on sunday october 27th make sure you tune in again i'll be doing commentary uh so if you really want to hear my voice you can tune in but more importantly you can see everybody playing some sweet standard decks Mm -hmm. and crazy modern decks from that are just creations of some of the best minds in magic all supporting a great cause card kingdom and serious fun children's network All right, it's time for our very first Throne of Eldraine Flavor Text Theater. Movie pitches. I'm so excited. Let's crack this pack. That's somebody won. (laughs) At a pre-release, it could have been anyone, really. Who was it? Oh, let's take a look at our land. It's a forest, and we've got a food token Uh, here. Man, can I say, I love the food token animation on... Oh, it's great. Oh, it's so great. And I love that when you click it to sacrifice, you just click it and there's a little bubble above that's yeah. like sacrifice food. The UI is super It's really super good, good for, for food It's so clear stuff. so that you're not going to accidentally. And tell me if this happened to you, but when I cast bacon to a pie, it is the pie food token that's with a sad face. Yeah. That's what I get. And I'm like, great. Yes. I hope that There are intended. a couple of different ones that are coded to certain ones. I love that. Same. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to pick up some cards here and we're going to pitch you some movies. So if you're a movie mogul, you know, take a listen and give us a call if you like any of our pitches based mm-hmm. on these cards. Uh, okay, so this is just a television show oh, where you go, it goes out to a farm. Um, is it like reality? Yeah. Like a kid's show? It is like, a, it's like a reality kid's show. Um, and just everything on the farm is like nice and good. Aww. There's just like some sheep. They're doing their sheep things. There's some cows. They're walking around doing cow things, chickens, you know, pecking around the little yard. This sounds very peaceful. Everything is just very peaceful. At night, everyone has a campfire and you sit around the campfire Aww. and you tell nice, peaceful farm stories That's great. about how everything went great. It's called Idyllic Grange. Wow. That's on PBS. Yeah. <laughs> there was a show that was kind of like that, I think, when I was growing up. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways. I remember watching something that was just animals being chill. <laughs> I wish that was the title of it. Yeah. I am also going to pitch a reality program. Okay. Uh, this one is not really reality, but it's like science. We're learning mm-hmm. things. It's a TV series. And uh, it's like that guy who does cooking, but he does science cooking. Okay. I'm you into this already. You know who I'm already. talking about? His name? What? No, I, I thought that you were making this up. Oh, no, no, that's a real show. And he's like, we're going to cook this thing, but we're also going to talk about science and history while we cook this thing or whatever. Great. And this one is specifically all old recipes, which yeah. is my favorite thing they do on the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, when, when they they're do like, their forgotten bakes. When they're like, oh, this is from Tudor time periods. And Do you remember when they made Bedfordshire clangers? I mean, I watched it all, but I don't know if I specifically remember that one. That's the one where it's like the long pastry and at one end it's savory and at the other end it's sweet. Oh, and there's yes, like a little yes, wall yes. between them. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great idea. And like they did really fancy like cakes, but they had yes. stipulations because they're, you know, from King Henry's time or whatever. I love that. Also, stuff. it took me I just watched that season because yeah. it took me a long time to be convinced that I could still love the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Noel is great. I love Noel. He's so good. He's very good. How you look at the show and then you look at him and you're like, how do these two things work together? You but then you watch I it. I really don't know. And you're like, it's perfect. <laughs> I really don't it's know. It's actually perfect. The other host, also great. Yeah, she's really cute. A plus. 
So yeah. Moving on. Sorry. You were talking anyway, about your show. My show is like that in yeah. that it takes my favorite part of the Great British Baking Show and it's the whole show, which is historical recipes. Mm-hmm. So stuff from olden times. Like I learned so much. I, there's this other show I watched where they talked about how to get the most bang for their buck. And so they just had fat and berries and meat. And that's how like mincemeat pies came around. And yeah. Like, anyway, what's good. It's not only going to be food in my show. It's also going to be um, recipes that people would use in battle and uh, ways, <laughs> anything that <laughs> That would be a recipe, basically. Okay. So in, in one of the videos... Like a recipe for success? We're talking about... No, like uh, the burning tar they tossed on oh, people okay. through yeah. a top gate, which is the name of my show, which is Scalding Cauldron. Oh! But yeah, we're also... History bakes, uh, battle bakes, whatever you need, uh, we're, we're going to learn something on yeah. Scalding Cauldron. Great. I actually want that to happen. Somebody um, So this is the story of... A girl. A girl who <laughs> cried river throughout the whole world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, I was just looking. What is with this art? You're going to have to look at this art I in don't a second. Know I'm really weirded out by it. Um, okay. Oh. What? Is it the one with from eyes? No. I, no, it's not that. Card okay, gross. anyways. This is uh, this is about a town. like a, um, Great. We'll say it's, it's like a moderately sized town. And um, every 10 years, right? Usually things go going along like usual. Actually, I'll say every year though they have a giant festival where people run through the streets naked, um, not naked, <laughs> but they try and put different colored hats on each other. <laughs> and then if at the end of the day you end up with a red hat on, you have to take place in like this giant like fake fight, and you're killed. And you might, yeah, I mean like you don't want it. Like the idea is that you don't want to end up in the fight, so you're like trying to. This not is like get some creepy like, hats put on you. The village situation here or something, um, and then. But there's a set of people who are like, do you know what? All of this mayhem on one day is the perfect time for a heist. Um, and so they run around. They take all of the caps and they find out a way to make them all red so that everyone at the oh end of the day no. has to go participate in the fight. And they conduct a heist. It's called Red Cap Melee. <laughs> it reminds me of Hollow Man plus The Purge. Yeah. <laughs> Plus Ocean's Eleven. Exactly. That's what I was going for. I was going for The Purge plus Ocean's Eleven. Great. I love it. Look at it. this art. It is weird. It looks like the guy's face was just photoshopped it on It looked like, like a that. man's face was photoshopped into this. Go yeah. take a look at it. 100%. It just, that's why I was so freaked out. His hand is too real. I don't like it at all. I don't like it either. I don't know why, but I just don't. <laughs> So my movie is going to be a, a mini series made for Netflix, and um, it's in the style of what am I? Why can't I think of it? It's really going to make me mad right now that I can't think of it. Uh huh. You know the one with David Tennant, and he's a detective, and they're trying to figure out who killed this kid or whatever. Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Thank you. Um, so it's in the style of Broadchurch, but what happens is it's set in Scotland, and I'm pretty sure this exists. And Olivia Coleman. <laughs> yeah, Olivia Coleman's in it. God, Excellent. I forgot she was in that. She's yeah. so good. She's so good. Anyways. Um, and also the new Doctor Who is in it. Um, the new Doctor, I should say. Uh, and in Scotland, every year, a teenager drowns in their lake. Whoa. Every year. Messed up. Yes. And so they're detecting and they're like, this has got to be the work of something like creepy. Someone's making the kids do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. But as they investigate, they realize that it's actually might be supernatural. Oh. And the kids are, are lured in there by a dark force. And maybe they come out on the other side changed. 
but not gone forever in Drown in the Lock. Ooh, spooky. I had a hundred thousand percent watch that show. And I think the also, one I'm, I'm you should watch um, Top of the Lake. There's a there's a book called Sawkill Girls that you should read. That's basically that. Great. Anyways, um, okay, so this is the story, and it's it's given it's like contemporary, but it's. It has, like, one of those feels of, like, oh, but is it a fairy tale or is it contemporary? Great. I love it. And it's sort of pitched like Beauty and the Beast, where um, there's a guy at the beginning of it who you see is just is just wretched to everyone around him. Yeah. He's super self-absorbed. He's only about kind of, like, all of the outside trappings of, like, success. Um, and he meets someone at the beginning of the film who's like, I have to warn you, like, if you don't change your ways, um, you will you will become like as wild on the outside as you are on the inside forever. And he, it really shakes him. So he, he's shook. He's yes. He's shook. Um, And so he goes around trying to, to make a difference. He tries to change. Um, But it turns out that he was always cursed to undergo a transformation, but because he was a good person, he transforms into a beautiful creature, an elk in Kenra's transformation. (laughs) Oh, Kenris. Instead of a beast. Now you're a great guy. The flavor text on this is, he shook. (laughs) (laughs) He shook. Uh, This movie is uh, kind of um, in the style of Outlander. Well, not in the way you're thinking of, everybody. Uh But um, what happens is, not does one person go back in time, but entire group of people goes forward in time. Okay. So this is going to be various... This is just back to the future, but... (laughs) I guess... Wait, no, that's them going back in time or forward in time. I'm like, like this is like 50 people oh, they do from go the back past in time. Okay. Going, going to, the future. to the future. Okay. And what happens is they it happens in a few locations around the world. A bunch of people from back in time come to the future. And now they have to live amongst people. But they're from old timey time. So like uh, the American Revolution, the French Revolution, the Civil War. Oof, what's happening? So they're all like they're real <laughs> racist and unwashed. And all soldiers. Yes. Okay. And they're coming back and living in modern 2019 and having to adapt to life in this new age but a lot of them can't and a lot of them just really want to go back to the time some of them think it's horrible some of them love it and want to change and like it so this much is better the origin story of the Republican. <laughs> <laughs> well you could call it that that's maybe the stuff after the colon in this title lost legion <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that'd be interesting, actually. Yeah. What would they actually think about it? They'd think bathrooms are awesome. Anyway. <laughs> walk into, like, a, just a public restaurant. And they're like, this oh, my God. Great. <laughs> There's not poop everywhere. Sign me up for 2019. Um, so this is the story of, um, it's, it's, um, it's a way back in the day. We're going to say it's, um, you know, during French feudal times mm. and it's about a girl and she comes of one. age and her, her parents are like, now you have to go marry this wealthy nobleman. Yeah. And they send her away and she doesn't want to. So she escapes into the forest. Um, and as people are chasing her, uh, she doesn't have anything to fight back with, but the forest provides her with things to fight back. Nice. Um, so she ends up willing, she, you know, she has a giant, 
um, blade that's just as sharp as a real one, but it's like made from made from a tree or like cool. made from bark. Yeah. Um, and she has armor that's like many many layers of forest leaves and stuff like that. Oh, I like it. Um, and it becomes known in that wood that like women who don't want to get married to the people they're supposed to marry can like run away into it. Um, and they become like it's a, a wood full of awesome lesbians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just like battle ready and ready to, f- you know, fend off everyone. It's called Rose Thorn Halberd. Oh, great. Great. I love it. Uh, my movies are rare, actually. Ooh. And you're going to know it right away. But what it is is basically the story of. Uh, a girl. <laughs> oh, dang it. I've really started it now. Yep. Um, it's, you know, the troll who guards the bridge from all of the fairy tales, uh-huh. but it's from the troll side of you. Aww. So, you know, everyone thinks the troll is the bad guy. He's you know, lonely. Eating goats, breaking people in half yeah. and not feeling sorry about it. But how mm-hmm. did this all happen? And what, how did he get to be the way that he is? Find out in Clackbridge Troll. You know, nice. Maybe it's not so bad yeah. after all. Um. So in this tale, it's about um a t- uh, like a a town on the edge of a lake that's built you know all along the edge of a lake, and everyone there's like an old legend that if there's something that's really troubling you, you can go down to the pier and you can like walk out onto the lake, and if you lean down and you just tell the lake what's wrong. You whisper it over the water oh. um, and it'll be it'll be cured. I love it. And it turns out that we see like it happens. And then we see that actually what's happening is that there's a very lonely merfolk who lives in that oh, lake, who is magical, yeah. who is granting all these wishes. But then one day she realizes she's able to grant her own wish finally right. and go and walk among the people. But now she knows all the secrets that have been troubling people. So she ends up causing a lot of mischief and mayhem by blackmailing blackmail people. A lot of people. Exactly. In Merfolk Secret Keeper. Oh, I love that one. Uh, this film is some um, magical realism. And what happens is in this universe, I just watched, by the way, <clears throat> what the heck is the movie called where the towns run, they're all like mobile mm-hmm. and they fight each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I, it was not my decision, but I watched it. And so this inspired this movie in which people uh, all live around, you know, these wetland areas and their towns are on the backs of animals. So some people Ooh. live on the back of the, this giant fish who goes through the water. And of course, they're merfolk and can breathe underwater. Some people live on the backs of frogs and they can hop really high and skip over other towns. This is great. To get to destinations. I'm into this. And this one town is on the back of a turtle. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, you come from Turtle Town. You know, your town sucks. It's so slow. You could never get out of the way if something was going to come and eat you. Haha, ha, I'm on Fish Town. And they all, and they swim away. Yeah. Um, but one day it turns out that there's a giant dam being built down river from them and washing them all away. And the fish towns and the frog towns and everybody are getting killed because the water's flowing so quickly no, until which is a true story dams are actually way worse than we thought they were when we started constructing them back in the 60s big t- i mean like the big when we went really big oh yeah we went dams. big into dams yeah it's true Anyways, it's keep true. going so what happens is this turtle finally realizes his purpose as does everybody on this town when it can stand and block the force of the dam water coming through and sa- thus saving the rest of the... This doesn't really make sense, but you see where I'm coming yeah, from. It's Saves nice. the life of the rest of the, of the towns, but has this to sacrifice... This is like a, a baller animated flick. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. In Miss Ford River Turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just the most recent in the line of Kid in King Arthur's Court, Youthful Night. <laughs> I'm into it. Yep. And this is the new reboot of Great British Baking Show, Bake into a pie. (laughs) Everything is a pie, and it's something weird in there (laughs) every single time. Something weird is in this pie. I just threw that, and it fell all the way off the table. 
Speaking of Clackbridge Troll, yeah, one of the best cards. It's very good. Unlimited. Yeah. Think about it, everybody. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, some great movie options and mm-hmm. TV show options for you out there. Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in buying them, you know, you know who to call. Phone us up. What's our phone number again? Bring, bring. 612 Fossils with a Z. Yes. You can call us at 612 Fossils <laughs> with a Z. Let's talk about Ultra Pro and thank them for being one of our awesome sponsors. That's right. They have amazing Dex boxes. Dex boxes. Like these shiny ones. These are cool. Yeah, these are lovely. These are the metallic satin tower deck boxes here. Hold 100 standard double sleeve cards. Mm-hmm. They've got some awesome play mats uh, with like some Seb McKinnons. Yes. Oh, this one's so good. This one is Emery here, which we've yeah. been talking about on this episode. Would be beautiful to use at FNM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really great stuff. Some beautiful sleeves. From Throne with, of Eldraine. Yeah, with some Throne of Eldraine art on them. And by the way, we're talking about raising money this episode too. Yeah. And Card Kingdom is raising money, as we said, for Serious Fun Children's Network. And Wizards is actually raising money for, if you listen to the upkeep, we talk about it yeah. this week, for, for the Seattle Children's Hospital. Yeah. And Ultra Pro is helping them out with that. And they've made some My Little Pony Playmats yes, they have. that you can buy and uh, proceeds go to Seattle mm-hmm. Children's Hospital. You can buy all three for like 99 bucks or buy them all singular. Mm-hmm. Um, link to that as well in the show notes. Great cause. My Little Pony. Who doesn't love Little Pony? Get on out there and get it. So like, what can I say except that we have the best sponsors of all time we in really Magic. Do. Like, one of our sponsors is Car Kingdom being amazing. Another sponsor is Ultra Pro doing being great awesome. stuff. Making My Little Pony playmats, raising money for charity. Yeah. You know, couldn't they be prouder. Great. They great. Well, everybody, that's our episode of Good Luck High Five this week. I'm recording this outro with an Ultra Pro deck box on my head. Why? I just want to see if I could do it. Oh, you're that, doing good. balance. You Chin know? up, buddy. <laughs> Don't. Then I'll fall off. No, but no, it's going to slide forward. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, just, yeah, there you go. Okay. You got to really, got you got to really work it. See, you're Ultra doing Pro, good. great deck boxes you can balance on your head. That's right. What a slogan. Ultra Pro Card Kingdom, thanks once again to our great sponsors. Yes. We have so much stuff to give away that we're doing a very special spooky giveaway. Yay, spooky giveaway! Every week this month, we'll have a spooky prompt that you can head on over to our YouTube channel for the episode and leave your answer. Yeah. We'll just draw at random from people who answered. This this month, this week, we just want to know, what's your favorite spooky movie? I really want to know. This is Spooky movies are my favorite movies. What's so your favorite spooky let movie? Let me know your favorite. Um, yeah. I'm wearing my spooky bats dress today on the yeah. show um for halloween to celebrate my favorite season um spook spook let's spook. get spooked everybody my mm-hmm. favorite is suspiria and also the shining i can never choose yeah. so those are my top two i hate spooky movies <laughs> i like that accent that you Thank had you. when you said I that though I hate spooky movies. yeah so head on over to youtube.com like spooky books yeah see so there you go it's just a moving book megan yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i still remember I watched The Ring in college. Oh, my gosh. And I... Wow. I think, like, for a month, I couldn't get over that experience. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I was... Very spooky. Horrified. V spooky. It was so spooky. Anyways. (laughs) YouTube.com slash goodluckhigh5 will get you to the location. Every Thursday, we post a video version of our podcast episode, so that's where you can find it. We put up card images, all the rest of it, so go over there, hit that sub button so you know when we post stuff. Um, Thank you once again to everyone who is a patron of the show. Yeah. Help Maria win a bag of Reese's 
eggs, eggs. or pumps. Pumpkins. Yeah, Reese's pumpkins. Or Reese's mini monsters. Everybody help me. I need this. Do you understand? She I does. I need this. She does. Ten people become new patrons by the time of our next episode of uh, recording, which will be about, we'll say, we'll, we'll call it noon next Monday. Noon next Central. Monday. There you go. That's your deadline. Don't you want Maria to re- eat a Reese's? I'll eat it on the show. Ooh. Thanks. For you. <laughs> <laughs>